should you get the Apple credit card? Have you ever felt? Are you listening? You're listening to the People in Tech podcast, a technology show that's made for the people. Join the conversation with your host, Caleb King. What's up, day one listeners? Welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about whether you should or shouldn't get the Apple credit card. Yes, the world's first trillion dollar company and one of the most powerful financial institutions in the world are gearing up to roll out a new credit card. Apple and Goldman Sachs are reportedly getting ready to launch their joint credit card as early as this spring. In today's episode, I'm going to dive deep into the pros and cons and some of my opinions on what this means for Apple moving forward. It's going to be a fun episode. We're going to learn a lot and let's just get into it. You're listening to the hottest tech podcast in the game. I am one of the flyers. It's DJ Side Hustle uh-huh. with another exclusive remix. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Met a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked. Yeah, DJ Side Hustle, real talk. Thank you for playing that one. RIP to the young, legendary king himself, Nipsey Hustle. And I hope his example, I hope what he did for the community. Uh, has set a precedent for the next generation to know you can make a difference. You know, I'm doing this podcast to inform people about tech, but you can do whatever it is that you're good at, whether it's actually being out in the community or providing information or, you know, helping kids, helping whoever. Just, like, know you can make a difference. And that's one thing I definitely take away from Nipsey. So, again, RIP to the legend. Day one listeners, please, please go to our site and sign up for your free membership. Actually, you got a huge announcement. Can I get a drum roll? DJ Sidehole, so can I get a drum roll? Insider information coming out right now. I am very, very close of finishing the first piece of exclusive content for the day one listeners. And it's going to be an audiobook teaching you how to make a lot of money in the tech industry. And this is no BS. This is not your typical clickbait information i will be giving this book out for free again it's a free audiobook and if you want to get it first and you want to get it for free go sign up for your membership at peopleintech.us all you gotta do is go to the site log in with facebook google literally less than 30 seconds not even 15 seconds to sign up so go ahead and do that for me thank you all right so let's talk about apple now you know your boy is a huge fan of the Apple ecosystem. Like I said before, MacBook Pro, keyboard, iPhone, Apple Watch, AirPods. Like, I enjoy most of the products. Now, I will admit, a lot of the products are not the best in the industry or in their segment. But when you're in the Apple ecosystem, it's like this euphoria because everything seems to work together. But the also, there's also a problem with being in the ecosystem. And that is, the second you want to step out of it because you see something a little bit better, offering a better feature here, functionality, whatever the case is, 
they make it damn near impossible to step out of the ecosystem. You know, let's talk about the Apple keynote event. Again, I've been watching the keynotes since Steve Jobs was around RIP. And what I love, I love the joke. Because this is, like, here, let me do a little impression. This is how Apple keynote go in 2019. Welcome to Apple. This year, in 2018, we are offering you the iPhone. No new camera, no new features, no new operating system. It is the exact same iPhone from 2017. The only difference is you will now spend $1,000 instead of $900. I bring to you the new iPhone. And people go nuts. Like, people literally sit there and they're like, holy crap, I want the new iPhone. What's the difference? There's no difference. I literally want the new one. I, I think the funniest thing for me was when they dropped the iPhone X and the whole face ID was like, whoa, that's kind of, I mean, that's interesting. Like, a lot of people were really uh, resistant against that. And when they dropped the iPhone XS, a lot of people were like, what's, what's the difference? And they're like, well, hardware. The hardware is better. It's faster. You can load faster. You can it locks your phone faster. And you kind of like, I mean, really, they've become a recipe company. They've gotten really good at refining the user experience, uh, putting in better technology to have a more performant device. But the innovation is lackluster. Like they haven't come out with like you remember the days where Apple will come out and they're like the iPod, and you're like a what? I still put CDs into my Sony Walkman. Or the iPad, and you're like, I have a computer. What do you mean? What's a what's an iPad? Like people didn't even know what tablets were. Like the iPad, it was, and probably still today. Like how people say, oh, let me get a Xerox. A Xerox is a copy. Xerox is a company, but people say Xerox because Xerox was like, we made copying cool. Apple made tablets cool, but saying like, get the iPad. And now everybody has an iPad or everybody made like their own version of a computer slash tablet. Now, I say all that because I feel like this past keynote event was lacking a little bit. That's just my opinion. Uh, it wasn't absolutely the best one, but I will say the Apple card was the biggest thing at this event. Building on the success of the Apple Pay system, which as of 2019 will be available in more than 40 countries. The Apple Card consists of both a service and a sleek, thin, titanium card. And really what Apple wants to do with this credit card is they want to get rid of the usual confusion around credit cards. They want to simplify and streamline the financial transactions as well as create an experience unlike any other card on the planet. It just might be the most revolutionary announcement Apple made at their past keynote event. And Apple said by the end of the year, Apple Pay will be responsible for more than 10 billion transactions since its inception. But the Apple Card promises to be more than just another tab in your digital wallet. It's smarter, simpler, friendlier, and more fiscally transparent than any other credit card out there. One of the reasons I believe Apple dropped this Apple credit card was, again, they kind of stagnated. 
they've become a recipe company. They've been dropping iPhone after iPhone, hoping they would increase sales. But you know, when you're a publicly traded company, you gotta keep those investors happy. And this is the first trillion dollar company. And they're getting to a point where they're like, man, iPhones just aren't really selling like they used to because a lot of people are putting out better products. And a lot of people aren't impressed with the iPhone when you have better cameras on, you know, the Google Pixel, for example. You got all these other uh, companies who are coming out with, they're taking risks. Like, I, I kind of feel like it's flip-flop. Back in the day, Apple was like the small tech company trying to be super innovative and take all these risks where like IBM and these big uh, companies were more like, nope, we did do this and we do it very well and every year we get a little bit better at it. Now it's reverse, like Apple's like, no, we did do iPhones. We gotta find other ways to be innovative. So let me give you some context real quick. Apple being the iPhone company that it is, trying to find ways to make more money. Goldman Sachs, who is a large financial institution, they are trying to find ways to make more money. And I feel like what they tried to do was like, hey, let's do a fusion together, Dragon Ball reference, and let's try to find a way to make something that already exists sexy, cool, and hip. And I'm not gonna lie, millennials are gonna like tear this up. Like I know for a fact, millennials are gonna get the Apple card. For those of you who watched the, um, the the Fire Festival documentary, uh, that CEO I can't remember his name right now, but. He, one of his first businesses was coming out with a titanium, like a metal, a heavy credit card. And it's supposed to give you all these perks and features. Now, it ended up being a complete flop, but he was able to, like I always kind of said, that guy was douchebaggy enough to get people to give him a lot of money. And then after he got all this money, he was like, oh yeah, I got a credit card and it looks way cooler than like any credit card out there. It's made out of metal, so it's like nice and heavy. And so when you pull it out, you're like, oh, I look rich and sophisticated. The fact that Apple knew if they dropped a titanium card, people, and if you go to Reddit, if you go to Twitter, people are literally like, I want a titanium card. They don't even know what features it has, but they just want something that looks cool, feels cool. So I give Apple credit for dropping something that appeals to millennials. So that's one of the pros. The fact that it's going to be a titanium metal card in your wallet. Now, during the keynote, Apple focused on five points to make its new credit card unlike any other. Simple applications, no fees, low interest rates, clear reward programs, privacy, and security. And of course, it all starts with the iPhone. You'll notice the difference from the moment you apply. The, the entire process is done on an iPhone. So again, Sorry to my Android users, but this is for the Apple ecosystem. You know how it is. Apple said your application will be approved within minutes. So no more of this, you know, go to the web app, give me all your information, wait there for about a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, and then either get approved or get declined. Since most of your purchases will be done with Apple, Pay, with the Apple Pay app, you won't have to wait to use your card either. As soon as you're approved, the Apple Card will appear in your wallet. And you'll be able to start using it wherever Apple Pay is accepted. You'll also see transactions, payment due date, and monthly spending reports inside the wallet app. So if you need to get support, you won't have to bounce through an automated call center or what I hate when I call like my cable company 
is, hey, I'm looking for help. Let me transfer you to this apartment. Oh, I don't know how to do that. Let me transfer you to tech department. This isn't tech related. Let me transfer you back to billing. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I've been on a call for 10 minutes and talked to no one. Well, Apple, I think they've realized that was a problem. So again, you want to bounce through automated call centers. You'll be able to launch a message app and ask questions 24 seven by using business chat. It's that simple. Now, day one listeners, I want to keep it real 100% with you. Those are the selling points of the app. But some of the immediate cons that I see is people who are bad with credit cards, this credit card is not going to fix your bad credit card habits. You know, if you have a high utilization, if you don't pay your bill on time, you know, there's anything related to not really taking taking care of things financially, you're still probably going to have this problem. Like, don't look at Apple credit card as the solution for all those things. Uh, in terms of the business chat, it sounds amazing, right? But let's be real. 24-7, that means it's probably either a really smart bot, which might be a really cool step in the direction, leveraging AI and seeing what kind of questions people are asking and when they're asking them. But don't look at it like a complete, like, hey, I can get anything addressed you know, at any time. I'm hoping Apple does do something really cool or at least a step in the right direction because I know a lot of companies, especially a lot of big banks, like they have the automated chat bot, the automated system, but it's a little flawed because it has a preconditioned answers, right? If you were like, hey, I'm trying to buy a car, they're like, oh yeah, here, go through the buying car application. Well, I'm trying to sell a car and it's like, oh, go here and try to buy a car. And you're like, that's not what I asked. So, so I'm hoping Apple is made that process that experience a little bit better uh and another thing that i thought was interesting how they advertise it they were like oh we have daily cash back and there's a lot of credit cards that's one of the main benefits of using a credit card the cash back rewards and the difference here is they give you like apple cash card in your digital wallet which I'm sure you can use and maybe deposit it directly to your bank. But I think in this case, to try to keep it in the Apple, the Apple ecosystem, they're really going to be like, hey, like, here's all your cash rewards. And we're going to put it in a little cash wallet, similar to like how the cash app has like a cash wallet or how you can go to PayPal and put, ca- um, put cash in your PayPal account. Uh, these are all things that kind of already exist. So if you're looking for, quote unquote, the best benefits, the best cash back rewards, you know, I think Apple said... No fees, really, which, you know, I think you're still going to get hit with fees for, like, late payments and things like that. But I think for all the other BS fees, like annual fees, like, I think Apple's like, look, we're not going to do that. Because I think they understand this is for millennials. These are for the people who are up and coming, right? Uh, the daily cashback is cool. But if you're looking for a best cashback, there's a lot of other great options out there. You know, 2%, 1.5%, up to 3%, depending on your shopping habits. So make sure to review that before you even consider getting the Apple card. Now, I have heard, and you guys know, I'm a huge fan of cybersecurity, privacy, because it seems like no one else gives a crap about it anymore. But the, the biggest feature for me with the Apple Card was their whole idea of privacy. Now, Apple Card is going to be leveraging the MasterCard network, but what they advertised, what they were promoting was they are not going to keep track of any of your transactions. They don't have any data or history of your transactions. They uh, generate a new credit card number. So, like, you don't have a credit card number on the card. Every time you do a transaction, it generates a new number, which I thought was really cool. And the other thing was the promise that they're not going to be selling your data to third parties. Now, 
that not that might not be a big selling point to most people. To me, it's really big selling point because it shows that they understand that privacy is a thing. And at the rate companies like Facebook are <laughs> addressing privacy, which if you don't know how I feel about that, go check out some previous episodes. But this is something that's huge for me. Like, uh, like I know for a fact. Well, let me give you an idea. Like what a company can do with credit card information. I can find out more about you, my day one listeners, if I can just look at your credit card report, if I can look at your credit card spending habits over the past three years, I can almost find out like, oh, this person likes to shop here. And I mean, they probably have interest here. And oh, it seems like they like to buy things here during this time. I can almost figure out who you are, what you do, what you like to do by looking at your credit card uh, past statements than actually talking to you for an hour. That's how crazy credit card information can be. And that's how revealing it can be. So the fact that Apple has made it a point like, look, we're not going to be capturing any data. We're not going to know how much you're spending on your card. We are just handling the transactions. That was pretty cool. Now we've been talking about the pros. We've been talking about how awesome it's going to be, but let's dive into some cons. But first, let our sponsors do what they do back. We'll be right back. Hey, Day One listener, thank you so much for supporting me and the People in Tech podcast. But just in case you're not getting your tech needs fulfilled, we have another great podcast we want you to check out. Sharon, tell them what we're talking about. Sure, Caleb. You should check out Techathlon. It is a tech news podcast with a twist. A weekly podcast that catches you up on the latest tech news through games, trivia, and, usually, friendly competitions. Each episode starts with the Techathlon Decathlon, featuring 10 questions on the top tech news following a rotating roster of puzzles, quizzes, and winner-take-all debates. Subscribe now to the Techathlon, T-E-C-H-A-T-H-L-O-N, podcast on Spotify. You can also learn more at Pops.com. All right, day one listeners. So throughout this episode, we've mocked Apple. You've heard my thoughts on where Apple is, what they're doing. And we've talked about some of the pros of this Apple credit card. You know, it's slim, it's sexy, it's a titanium card, it considers privacy, the application process is more seamless, the support is easier to go through. Like, it has a lot of cool perks. But, like anything else, there are some cons. And I'm going to dive deep into them real quick because I don't want to spend too much time, you know, hating on the Apple card when I'm probably going to get it myself, to be honest with you. However, remember, I am in, I am in part of the Apple cult. I have Apple products everywhere, and I want you guys to walk away with this episode knowing whether you should or shouldn't get the Apple card. So when we talk about cons, we have to dive a little bit deeper into what is currently offered. So the first thing that comes to mind is Apple Card varying interest rates. Now, the Apple Card is far from perfect. Apple has yet to share specifics but some insider information had noted that the APR can vary between about 13% to about 24-25%, which represents a wider range of interest compared to other credit cards. That means people who have good credit, you know how to pay off their card on time, who is uh, living within your means, you'll probably be able to get this credit card and have a great interest rate. But the people who have bad credit, who have high utilization of the credit cards, who have low credit, um, not so much credit history, uh, who, you know, live outside their means. You apply for the Apple credit card, you might get one of those higher interest rates. 
And when they say there's practically no fees, be very wary of that because if you miss a credit card payment, they have to find a way to get their money from you. Now, you might not have late payments. You might not have late payment fees. I'm not sure exactly because, like I said, they haven't revealed all the specifics. But when they say there's practically no fees, like what I thought to myself, there's probably no annual fee, which, in my opinion, if you're getting credit cards with annual fees, unless it's a travel card, you probably don't really need that card. Um, but that was really what I was thinking to myself. Like, in terms of, like, what other cards are offering, Apple is not doing the best, at least in my opinion. So... That's con number one, the cash, um, the varying interest rates. Con number two is the cash back rates. Now, the aforementioned daily cash back reward system may sound like a great idea, but the actual cash Apple card holders can earn is a bit lower compared to other cards. Now, during the keynote presentation, they pretty much said, you know, if you go to a vendor that supports Apple Pay, you can get up to, I believe, 3%, 2%, I'm sorry if I don't know the exact detail at this time, but it was pretty standard, but you had to go somewhere where they supported Apple Pay. Um, there's a lot of cards out there that do great in terms of cash back, and Apple really was like, if you don't have Apple Pay, you're only going to get 1%. I do know that. If, you, if the vendor does not have Apple Pay, you can only get 1% cash back, which is very, very low compared to, like, Chase Freedom Card, the Discover It Card, you know, Chase Slate Card even has better features, you know, if you get the, like, Amex Card, like, there's a lot of credit cards out there that have better cash back rewards than Apple, and that was just something I felt like they kind of dropped the ball on, because the way I look at it, if you give me an Apple card, most of your fans, most of the people who support Apple, people who are part of the Apple card. They're probably going to use this credit card to buy more Apple stuff. So the fact that you didn't really reward them for giving you giving you more money and you're a trillion dollar company seems a little selfish and seems like you missed an opportunity in my opinion. Con number three, which kind of you know piggybacks off our interest rate issue and our cashback issue, is where are the perks? Now, yes. Applying for the Apple Card is going to be cool, seamless. The business chat application, you know, get support 24-7, really cool. The fact that you're able to apply and have it immediately, you don't have to wait for it to be mailed to you, cool. It's in your Apple wallet. The fact that you get a titanium card with no card number and it varies on a considered privacy, very, very cool. But let's look at credit card perks. Where are they, Apple. The Apple Card seems great on paper, but it lacks several perks other credit cards offer. When we're talking about perks, like think of some of the other credit cards out there. For example, you know, the best credit card overall, according to Business Insider, was the Chase Sapphire Reserve. Best credit card for dining and groceries was the American Express Gold Card. Best credit card with low annual fees, the Chase Sapphire Card. Best cash or point credit card, the Chase Freedom Unlimited. Yeah, I'm, again, I'm not I'm not supported by, I'm not sponsored by Chase, I'm not sponsored by Amex. Even the best credit card for simplicity, the, cre- the Capital One Venture Reward Card. Best credit card for frequent flyer miles is the Airline Rewards Credit Card. The perk for the Apple Credit Card, none. Like literally, like I was saying before, inter- including the introductory APR for purchases and balances transfer, 
one year cashback matching. There's so many things that Apple just like dropped the ball on. So think of it like this: if you are an Apple fan, you get the Apple card. If Apple was like, if you spend two thousand dollars within the first three months, we give you two hundred dollars in cashback. You're probably gonna use that cashback to get whatever the next Apple product is gonna be. They didn't do that. They didn't talk about anything in terms of, you know, again, one year cashback matching. They didn't talk about, hey, you have a other credit card, you want to transfer that balance over to Apple Card. They didn't mention any of those things. And to me, that's something Apple could have easily done, especially with the help of Goldman Sachs. But this refusal to do it is a con, in my opinion. Which leads me to my last con before we wrap up today's episode, and that is the state of Apple Pay. For the Apple credit card to be successful, it really relies on the state of the Apple Pay system and pretty much how widespread Apple Pay is. And though it's made some strides in the past years, it's still not as pervasive as other mainstream payment systems. Apple Pay simply isn't accepted everywhere. And in most countries, it's not even an option at all. So as an idea, the Apple Card is great. It's convenient, it's highly attractive, it has uh, great plans, especially for those who are already buried deep within the Apple ecosystem. But in relation to other cards, it's got a lot of room for improvement. The biggest deal breakers here is the availability of Apple Pay, and perhaps Apple Card will be a great option for those living in areas where Apple Pay is widely accepted, but otherwise, it doesn't seem like it's the best credit card to get if you're looking for the best features, the best perks, and the best rates. So I hope today's episode gives you a little bit more insider information on whether you should or shouldn't get the Apple Card. Again, I'm probably going to get it because I'm already part of the Apple cult. Hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys. Remember, sign up for your free membership on peopleintech.us to see more exclusive content. We got some blogs up. I'm putting up some blogs up this weekend. And that's it for now. That's all I got for you. I'm out. Peace. Peace.